those baskets are being passed, I want to wish you guys a good, good morning. And how many love this time of the year? Uh, Christmas, the weather. Yes, I know I've been asking a few people, what do you prefer, this type of weather or warm weather? And, and surprisingly, most of the people like this kind of weather here. And, uh, but praise God, amen. It's raining outside and, and uh, Christmas is around the corner. I want to say this, that on behalf of Veronica and I, and she'll, she's going to come up in a minute, um, in a few minutes, uh, we just, we want to say thank you to everybody who's been having church without us, making church happen, being the church, everybody whose hands are to the plow, and all of you who are coming and just making this your home. Thank you guys. We've been away for... We missed three Sundays, actually, it was, but we were away for about two and a half weeks or so. But this is our first Sunday back. I feel like I relapsed or something. I haven't been in church in three weeks, <laughs> but it feels so good to be in church this morning. I walked in and I couldn't believe my eyes. What an amazing job you guys did decorating this place. Everybody who helped, but I know there was a shout out asking for men to come and help, and then I know the women did most of the work. You guys put your amazing, fancy touch to this platform, the lobby area. But wow, wow, what a what a Christmas tree out there! I don't know how high that is. I think it's 16 feet, but that Christmas tree goes way up. How high is it? 15 feet. That's that's a pretty high Christmas tree. I want to thank uh, Jose, who works for Bulldogs in, in Simi Valley. They donated that tree to this church. So God bless Jose and Bulldogs. And if you don't know anything about Bulldogs, uh, you can have fun at that place. So uh, be careful when you go over there. But what a great job. It's so good to be back. So good to be back, to be in this worship, to be in this, uh, this house, this house that we call City View Worship Church. Give the Lord for, uh, give the Lord a hand for your house, this church. So we're gonna show a video in a bit, thank you guys very much. We're gonna show a video in a bit of our trip to Israel, because uh, uh, we want, because so many people ask, how was it? That's, that's the only question I've been getting asked since I gotten back, how was it? And so, I explain everything, but I think if I show video, maybe that question would stop being asked and the video will do its job. But it was an amazing place and we're gonna get to that in a minute. But yes, we began, we're, we're in the middle of Advent. A lot of people don't know what Advent is. It's not an actual word that you're gonna find in the Bible, but it is on what is the, called the church calendar. The universal church calendar, what the Christian church celebrates every year. And Advent is one of them. And basically, Advent comes from a Latin word called Adventus, which simply is translated to our word that is called coming or arrival. And Pastor Frank said it best. It's a twofold meaning. Advent meaning we are in preparation for the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So that's what Advent is during Christmas time. Every Sunday, actually it's celebrated four Sundays before Christmas. And last Sunday would have been the first Sunday to celebrate. Most people who really are diehards in this Advent uh, um, church calendar event, 
They light a total of four candles symbolizing a Sunday or an event that led up to Christmas or to the birth of Jesus. And we put four candles up there. They look like two depending where you, where you are sitting. And each candle represents something. And maybe I, I'll just do it for the sake of a better meaning. Let me do this here. Um, so those of you can see. So last week we should have probably lit a candle, but we didn't. Oh, there you go. It's lit. I'm not sure if you can see it. And uh, this candle, uh, uh, what, what they call it, they call it the prophet's candle. And the prophet's candle was because Micah was the prophet that prophesied that um, in this town of Bethlehem or Judea, that it will be somebody little that will actually rule an entire nation. So it's known as the prophet's candle. Today, today actually we'll light it and... This will be known as Bethlehem's candle. This, so these are events that are celebrated. Bethlehem's, Bethlehem's candle. Why? It's because we know it was in that town which Veronica and I visited. And I can't wait to show you the video of our visit there. It was in this little town five miles long. Nothing big about this town. Can you imagine from a town that is only five miles long and wide, an entire world was shook through the birth of Jesus Christ, through a town that is just five miles long and wide, Bethlehem's candle. And then next week we'll come, we'll light the other candles, and I'll explain to you uh, what, what they mean. But I'm reminded of a story of a five-year-old uh, who was showing his Christmas presents to his grandmother when she asked, did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? And the little five-year-old, after a brief pause, he thought about it, and then he finally said, no, but that's okay, because it wasn't my birthday. If I can, with the little bit of minutes I have with you, I want to speak to you about a message that I titled, Do You See What I See? Do you see what I see? And in Luke chapter 2, verse 15, it's one of the explanations of Jesus' birth. And part of it says, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. I want us to focus on what this verse is saying. Something to see. Do you see what I see? Because most people don't see the Sundays leading up to the birth of Jesus. They see Black Friday leading up to Christmas. They see sales that are leading up to Christmas. But my question and my title is, do you see what I see? Because the commercializing of Christmas has blurred so many people's eyesight of the coming of a Savior. Even in the town of Jerusalem has blurred the eyesight of the coming of a savior. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. Wow, what a Christmas song about Jesus. But that writer got it right. This time of the year, you are gonna find busy sidewalks. You are going to find city sidewalks. You are gonna find the lights. You are gonna find everything. But it's so sad to see Jesus disappearing from the manger during this time of the year. Do you see what I see? 
Maybe that's why grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Because they can't see Christmas. Do you see what I see? It's sad to say, but not against it. If you go to your child's um, uh, uh, Christmas school play or program, those are some of the songs you're probably going to hear. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Silver bells. And not too many songs are about Jesus uh, that are played at school programs today during Christmas. Even more so at the malls. Thank God for Hobby Lobby, probably the only store that will play true Christian music. Give the Lord a hand for Hobby Lobby. They are Christian owned. In fact, most children do not even know the words to songs like Away in a Manger. I would venture to say most adults don't know the song to, or the lyrics to Away in a Manger. Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. I'm going to say it again. It's about the birth of Jesus. It's not about a red nose on a reindeer. It's about the birth of Jesus. It's about Joseph. It's about Mary. It's about shepherds. It's about wise men. It's about Bethlehem. It's about a stable. It's about a manger. It's about Jesus coming down to earth and taking on the form of a man to be born so we don't have to go to hell. Praise God for Charlie Brown. Praise God for a little character by the name of Linus. Probably the only cartoon played today on national networks that will recite the book of Matthew in a cartoon during Christmas. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Oh, little town of Bethlehem. And what a little town it is. Who wrote that song? I have it on my notes somewhere. I don't even have it on my notes. Oh, little, let me try to sing it. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Now, I know you feel like going to sleep with pastors singing to you like this, but... <laughs> Yet in thy darkness shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Talking about the arrival, the advent, the coming of a savior. Do you see what I see? I see Jesus in a manger. I see Jesus in my heart. I see Jesus coming back soon because that's what Advent is all about. Not just about him coming the first time, but him coming the final time. Others see peppermint and popcorn. Others see fresh baked pies and Christmas dinners, the sounds and the smells of the lights of the seasons. They see blue lights, white lights, red lights, green ones. They see gold ones. Do you see what I see? Certainly few people in Palestine that day saw what you and I need to see. What they saw was a whole bunch of trading going on. They saw a Jerusalem bazaar that was going on. If anyone did see Mary and Joseph walking in need, sad to say they were drowned out by the trading that was going on nobody ventured to even help that couple is that what Christmas is about not helping each other do you see 
what I see, what would we have seen that day? If we were around that day, what would we have seen? Because many people chose not to see it. The first man would be Herod because he was intimidating that he was intimidated his position was going to be taken from him when he was told the king has been born he said no i'm the king and because of his insecurities he ordered every male boy under the age of two years old to be put to death that's what you call not seeing what we ought to see do you murder christmas do you destroy christmas over the commercializing of it teach your kids that Christmas is about Jesus Christ, not reindeers that deliver presents to a whole world. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't hang a Santa Claus around your house, but make sure that you teach your kids what Christmas is really all about. My son is 30 years old, but he always wasn't 30. When he was a little kid, we lived in a small apartment on 8th Street called the Del Siervo Apartments. And I remember we were so religious. We said, Santa's not allowed in this house. <laughs> but anyways, we sat him down next to the window in our small living room. And we begin to tell him the story about Jesus Christ. How his mom... And the dad were engaged to get married and she got, she was impregnated by the Holy Spirit and he was born because it was prophesied that we were going to fall into deep sin. I love the message my son preached last week was outstanding, that we were going to be habits of sin and they needed to send a savior and his name was Jesus. And then we came out with a hook and we told him, son, Santa Claus is not real. And when we said that, Outside of our window, we hear ding, 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 ding. Ho, 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 ho. And it was Santa and the sleigh that the city of Oxnard provides, which is going down Gonzales Road. And me and my wife looked at each other and said, we lost this one. <laughs> Would we have seen a star? Or let me ask you this. Do you see a star or do you see stress? Do you see opportunity or do you see opposition? See, right now is your opportunity to invite people to church. Do you see opportunity or do you see opposition? Do you see praise or do you see pain? Don't let the pain rob you of your praise. I've learned the hard way. Just lift your hands even though it hurts. Even though you lost your job, lift your hands. Even though she left your house, lift your hands. Don't let the pain steal the praise. <laughs> do you see what I see? Do you see Jesus or do you see jealousy? Don't be jealous of what people will get this Christmas and what you won't. We all have the same thing of equal value, and his name is Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a hand of praise.